Hey Supernatural enthusiasts and fans, I'm Jazzy and tonight I'll be sharing one of my many haunting experiences. I was going to have a guest on tonight, but that has been postponed for a little bit. No worries though, I'll have him on as soon as I can. I'm not sure how many of you out there remember things from when you were very young. I remember things as far back as around six months old, just snippets here and there. As I got older, I could remember things more vividly and recall them almost perfectly. I'm one of those people with an insane memory. I never forget a face or a voice either. It's been a blessing and a curse most days. This brings me to tonight's tale. How many of you out there had an imaginary friend growing up? When you told people about them, I would be willing to bet they just dismissed it as your imagination. Am I right? What if they weren't really imaginary, but ghosts of people who had passed on? Maybe you knew them, maybe you didn't, or maybe, just maybe they were with you from the moment you were born. When I was three, my mother would tell you I was a handful. I was smart as a whip and into everything. I was an escape artist and a budding gymnast at heart. I remember the day Maddie walked up to me when I was playing outside. Mom was painting a birdhouse across the yard. Maddie put a finger to her mouth and said, don't tell your mom I'm here. We could be friends, but you mustn't ever tell. I just nodded. Maddie was wearing a proper high collared long dress and bloomers underneath. She wore tall black lace boots and she had long brown curly hair that was kept pinned up. She had the deepest green eyes, just like my mom. She spoke with an accent, but I didn't know where she was from until much later. Most days, Maddie and I sang little songs together. She taught me how to play Cat in the Cradle. At night, she hummed a tune to put me to sleep after mom would read to me. When I got a little older, she said it was time for me to start reading. She told me to ask my mom for alphabet letters paper, pens, and a book. Mom obliged and I'm sure thought nothing of it. When I was in my room, Maddie taught me the alphabet. She taught me words. She helped me learn how to read. I wasn't very good at writing though, so we just focused on the reading part. I would sneak in and grab newspapers and books from my parents' room, and then Maddie and I would go over them. If I didn't understand a word, she would help me. There were some words she wasn't even sure of herself so she would send me in to ask my mom, and then I would tell her later. One day I was sitting in my room reading a book with Maddie. Mom walked in and she whooshed away. She said, aren't you cold, baby? It's so cold in here. And I remember saying that I wasn't. She asked what I was doing and I told her I was reading. She laughed and I got upset. I said, I can read, mom. And I said, Maddie is the one that taught me how. Mom asked me who Maddie was, and I told her she was my friend, but she wasn't allowed to see her. Mom laughed again, and I picked up the book and started reading it out loud. She was, of course, shocked. She brought me the newspaper and asked me to read something out of it. So I did. I think maybe she was a little bit freaked out, and she had she'd gone over the alphabet with me, but I guess she didn't catch on that I wasn't just learning it from repetition with her. I remember her telling my dad that I needed to be in school as soon as possible. They couldn't believe that I knew how to read already and on my own. Maddie came that night sang me to sleep and said I probably shouldn't have told mom about her. A few months went by and mom told me I was going to be going to school soon. I remember the orientation and I remember my teacher. 
She smelled like roses and she was wearing purple everything. I got to meet all my new classmates. It was all very exciting and scary at the same time. When I got home, I didn't see Maddie at all. And then that night she came in and told me that I wasn't going to see her anymore. She said everything was going to be okay though. I would have real friends from here on out and I would be okay. She told me not to worry because even though I wouldn't be able to see her anymore, she would always be with me. And she sang me to sleep. Fast forward years, years later, when I was pregnant with my first child, I knew instantly if it was a girl, I was naming her Matilda. I knew it was an older name, but it just felt right for some reason. But as it turns out, my firstborn was a boy and he didn't end up being named Matilda. When he was a few months old, I was carrying him through my grandparents' home. I was humming something I remembered being saying to me when I was little. I remember my granddad popping out of his room asking me where I'd heard the song from. I said, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that my quote-unquote imaginary friend used to sing it to me. He looked white as a sheet, and years later I would find out why. My granddad passed away in 2004, and then my grandmother passed away in 2009. While we were cleaning out the house, a few weeks after grandma passed away, mom was in grandma's closet and I heard her yell, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. I've never seen a picture of your great grandmother as a child and I just found one. I asked whose mom it was. She said, daddy's mom. She brought the picture over and turned it around. I was floored and speechless. The little girl in the picture was Maddie, my imaginary friend. Mom said, I never got to meet your great-grandmother, Matilda. She died a week before I was born. I literally could not speak. Just all the hair on my arm stood up. And then I remember a few years ago, I actually looked up Danish lullabies and found the one she sang to me. So mitbang soling. So it was my great-grandmother all along looking after me. I do have a few more stories about her, but that's for another night. So I'm going to close and I'll be sharing more of my stories in probably the next week or two. Uh, we are moving and so I might not be able to put out one next week, but I will definitely try. If you guys want to submit stories, go to hauntedtaleswithjazzy at gmail.com or contact me at my Twitter page under at Tales Jazzy, and you guys have a good night. Sweet dreams and spooky later.